0: Well, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world, I welcome you to, um, wow, what a show, and wow, what a brain this morning, right? I am really kind of uh, not connecting just yet, but I pray that the Lord will cause me to connect to his word as we go through and read again from the book of Proverbs. This is Wow, What a Show, and I am Phyllis, your host. And uh, this is a series, we're in a series titled Apples of Gold, Reading Through Proverbs. And I have to tell you again today that each day is such a mining of the wisdom of God that he has left for us to navigate and to live successfully. And as we are doing so, In a successful way, according to his word, we are obtaining our salvation. We are getting the fullness of all that is promised. The Lord said that we would inherit eternal life. We are the recipients of it. And therefore, we have to, you know, we have to obey our Father. And uh, our Father says to us this wisdom given to Solomon as a gift, the Lord tells us also that if any of us lack wisdom to ask, and he gives uh, abundantly, he gives severally gifts to us, and we will have this, right? So uh, we we thank him for it in advance, and uh, we continue to read and meditate on his great word, so that it becomes a part of our very nature as we're being transformed. And we are in Proverbs 19 this morning, Proverbs 19. So we are better than half the way through. And um, we're moving on in the month and in the book. So good morning, Light Touch, you are here and uh good morning fresh and spaces thank you for joining and uh let's let's check out uh miss Gabs to see if she can be heard and if her phone is going to cooperate with this reading this morning can you hear me, can you hear me? but Nona? is she there <clears throat> Is she there okay well so far we're waiting and I'd say suppose I just start in in chapter 19 and and begin I'll begin and I will read that let's see there are 29 verses I think you're there Yes, the volume is low. Um, Good morning. Yeah, there we go. That's it. That's okay. I I can hear you now. So, alrighty, are you ready to read? I am ready. For us. Alrighty, then. Take it away.
1: Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also, that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good. And he that hasteth his feet, sinneth. And he that hasteth with his feet, sinneth. The foolishness of man perverteth his way and his heart fretteth against the Lord. Wealth maketh many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. A false witness should not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that giveth gifts. All the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursueth them with words, yet they are wanting to him. He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. Delight is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. The king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion, but his favor is as dew upon the grass. A foolish son is the calamity of his father and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. He that keepeth the commandment keepeth his own soul, but he that despiseth his ways shall die. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will he pay him again. Chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. A man of great wrath shall suffer punishment, for if thou deliver him, yet thou must do it again. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. The desire of a man is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord tendeth Life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. A slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom, and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Smite a scorner, and the simple will beware, and reprove one that hath an un- understanding and he will understand knowledge. He that wasteth his father and chasteth away his mother is a son that causeth shame and bringeth reproach. Cease, my son, to hear the instruction that causeth to err from the words of knowledge. An ungodly witness scorneth judgment and the mouth of the wicked devours iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scorners and stripes for the back of fools. Hallelujah. A good word, a good word indeed. A wise man seeks God's way. He would rather be poor than compromise integrity. <laughs> His desire is to walk blameless and not speak untruthfully or evil things and ridicule. He has it's, it's the fear of the Lord and respect and reverence for God that keeps him That's verse one. Mm. of the law of God. You,
2: Very good.
1: You know, um, with first soul, was
2: maybe hmm.
1: had been raised okay. in, under the tutelage of Christian parents People who um, there's a saying that fools rush in fools rush in head first without opportunity or appropriate appropriately assessing the situation before you know considering the um, the, the consequence of his actions hmm. acts um, he acts irrationally impulsively and sometimes in those things they there's that reckless pursuit they trouble and
2: hmm okay
1: foolishness of men perverted his way and his heart fretted against the Lord it's as though he uh, blames God for his way or blames even um the Bible tells us this that in Ezekiel thirty three twenty he says yet ye say the Lord the way of the Lord is not equal. O ye Israel, I will judge you every one after his way. Also Ezekiel, that's Ezekiel thirty-three and twenty and in thirty-three seventeen. Says we must take responsibility for our actions. It is of our own doing. When things fall short, or we don't do, if we fall into trouble. Verse 4 Wealth maketh many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. Um, you know, when you have money. <laughs> You have lots of friends. That's a song.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh,
1: the friend of the poor separates himself. Sometimes we shun the poor. We don't even want to see them. You know, it's like if you see them coming, you cross the street. You know, it's that sort of thing. But um, usually, there are lots of people around you when you have plenty of people. Uh, love to be around people with things, money, material things. And um, regardless of the character of the person, sometimes it's for the things that you can get from them that you stay around. Um, Amen. Yes. Verse 5 says, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. And in the Old Testament, a uh, false witness was forbidden and there were penalties for it. And in Exodus twenty sixteen, uh, the commandment is thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And Ezekiel 23, 1 says, thou shalt not raise a false report and put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. So... It's never a good practice because there was a penalty. Like I said, um, both men between, between whom the, whom the controversy um, stands, they will go before the Lord, the priests and the judges. And they would always also say an eye for an eye, a life for life, a truth for truth. So you will not escape righteous, the righteous judgment of God or tell lies and there is even scripture that says a liar shall not tarry in the sight of God. Hmm. Verse 6, Verse six. many will entreat the favor of the prince and every man is a friend to him that gives gifts. gift. Many people will flatter and stroke them who have power and um, usually expecting some benefit. And this verse shows how the rich are flattered, um, courted, and sought after, and sometimes for the things that you can get or uh, a favorable judgment. And verse 7, all the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursueth them with words, yet they are wanting to him. Um, that one was difficult for me. Sometimes, for what the prince can offer, like I said earlier, it's to um, get something, <laughs> and you, you sometimes even if you try to be there for a friend who is poor or lacking, it can become tiresome, and so you start to avoid them somehow.
0: Do you have to say on which verse was that, Gabs? Verse seven. Verse seven. All the brothers of a poor man hate him. <laughs> How much more do his friends keep their distance from him? He may pursue them with words, but they are not there. And I think you're right. This is that idea of being absolutely um, exhausted, perhaps with the same excuses and the same requests. However, it is not in our best interest to be exhausted with the poor. Jesus Christ said that the poor you have with you always, and therefore we have a responsibility. The thing that we must do is find out what that responsibility is, I believe, and, and fulfill it. And I don't think it's ever a good idea to shun literally map out a plan to shun someone who is needy. Now they you know foolishness is bound up sometimes in, in the heart of someone. You can't give them direction or or good counsel. But poverty itself is no reason to do that. And that's just my Take on it. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think we should also mm-hmm.
1: always um uh, consider that there by the grace of God go I and have compassion for those we you know have a need. Mm-hmm. Whatever that need is, if you can address it, you do. Um,
0: but yeah, compassion. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we checked on them more often, they wouldn't have to chase us. <laughs> you know, if you just. Exactly checked on them <laughs> yes so,
1: so yes. for the verse so yes. he that hath wisdom loveth his own soul he that keepeth understanding shall find good so those who seek wisdom and an acquaintance with God relationship will do them they do themselves a good turn and they take care and nourish their relationship retain the li- lessons they study the word retain the lessons of wisdom and understanding
0: First, <laughs>
1: and um, at the end of that the, they will reap the benefit and comfort of the wisdom in their in their own soul verse 9 a false witness shall not be unpunished and he that speaketh lies shall perish again um, He that speaketh lies shall not escape punishment. Um, It will become his own ruin, as a fact. As a matter of fact, he that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house, says the Lord. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. That is Psalm one hundred one, verse ten. Delight is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. It seems that those who do not have wisdom and reject the law of God um, lives in an idle life and, and it abuses his recreation. Um, I, I'm really not sure. He's, he's really a fool. It's to his own detriment. Um...
0: You know, I um, could I weigh in, right? Um, there was a what we see in our own society, and maybe throughout the world. I don't know. We see the rise of talented people uh, to great wealth. So they they have a a gift, they have a talent, and they begin to use that talent, right? And they cooperate with I don't know folks who can back at them, and they become very wealthy. So I think this proverb is saying that when that happens, if the person is a fool, now you see fools despise wise counsel. A fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So that person in luxury will definitely choke themselves. They are not, um, or they lose all their money. We, we have stories of people who win the lottery, and they, they they win millions of dollars and they're broke in you know a short <laughs> span of time right they don't heed wisdom they are not accustomed to having the wherewithal to to purchase things and so they they go hog wild as we say and that means that they just run rampant you know they just spend and spend and then that a slave Will become a ruler over princes because there is no um, sort of filter in their understanding that would allow them to rule righteously. They may rule vindictively, they may rule as bullies or might. Now, we were slaves, you know, and I don't find that that is universally a fair thing to say. Of all men, because all men are not fools, whether enslaved or poverty. Not all of them are fools, but those who are really have no place. Without training and without the Lord, they would not uh, serve well. They would cause more detriment than good. Yeah. So then,
1: like you were saying, a fool will have had, I mean, it would. You would have to have spent time in God's word, time seeking God and wisdom to be mm-hmm. able to do that, to be able to,
0: you know, rule over a uh, mm-hmm. So it takes To rule, practice. period. You're yeah. Choosing wisdom takes practice and self control, and it, it
1: requires that we see yeah. God's instruction. Yeah. Okay. Verse eleven: The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. Taking time to consider all the issues and weighing the consequences of our actions before t- uh, jumping in <laughs> to determine mm-hmm. a wise response instead of hastily reacting can lead. You know, when you when you do that, you can calm of situation um, rather than jumping in head first and re- reacting in your emotion or passion that that way can lead to greater distress and, and we should quickly uh, forgive and see things in perspective and not take revenge really. if, if, mm-hmm. vengeance, if it's not. Verse 12, the king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion, but his favor is his due upon the grass. Uh, or, you know, power, A king's power is like strong, you know, he has great power and um, the ability to rule and to make decisions that can affect our lives. So... In Romans 13:3, it says, For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Christ is king, whose wrath against his enemies will be as a roaring lion, and his favor to his people, his own people as the refreshing do so you know we should respect the king's position and acknowledge that you know god has given him some power but they should use their power um, to do good mm-hmm. Verse 13 A foolish son is the calamity of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. Uh, (laughs) These children who rebel against parents are (laughs) likely to bring disgrace and ruin to their family, and a contentious wife is every day and every hour making everyone in the home uncomfortable. her husband, she's a continual vexation of the spirit. Um, he, he makes his life uncomfortable, and she's always finding fault. And it's just like rottenness to the man. <laughs> and,
2: uh,
1: it's just not good. It's, it's hard to live in that kind of
0: place. So it's better to be on the rooftop in, a, in the house with a contentious woman. <laughs> So the proverb says, (laughs) and listen, (laughs) as a wife, I I am sure that I've occupied this seat uh, many times, uh, but, (laughs) uh, and this is a repeat theme. We've met this in proverbs before, right? Um, He who finds a wife finds a good thing, but then there's another one about the contentious wife, right? And, And it's so true. So as women because I guess we have the, uh, the inner, well, I think that we have a sense, a, a sort of like this way of perceiving need and, and fulfilling that so that it can become uh, out of balance with exactly understanding other people's feelings and where they may be in their uh, perception of, of matters, right? So you have to stop and think And that's what the Proverbs is exhorting us all to do, stop and think and consider. Don't you find that in the Proverbs, relationships are the whole subject of the matter. It's all about you and how you are assessing your own lack and needs internally, in terms of your character and how your personality may affect others. And then you in relationship with other people, That is the sum total of life, and so we have to guard our own way while also being aware of others and their particular. um, Well, I don't like to use the word feelings, but the way you know God has given us all a way to look at things, and and we just have to be in relationship. Yeah, that one makes me laugh every time I read it. Go ahead, Gabs. (laughs) Yeah.
1: There is a continual dropping. There is a dropping of the head you hate to go home. You know, that mm-hmm. could, so, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. a man's home is where he gets away. I mean, especially when he has to be in the world and work and be amongst people who may not share his um, same faith or you know, belief system. So it's not a funny thing that wife who is contentious hard to live with. Verse 14, house and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. There again, a prudent wife is a gift from God. She is his help. She is um, the person who can kind of build him up when he's feeling low, you know, and um, so he says, two is better than one. So, if you have a good wife, and you have found a good wife, you have found a good thing. She will work with you. She's mm-hmm. helpful, you know, she's encouraging, and um, she's valuable. And you should thank God for her. <laughs>
2: First, mm-hmm.
1: okay, and that's that, that son verse 15. Slothfulness casteth, casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. hunger.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, you dream a lot, and you don't do anything. You know, you're sleeping away your life. It, it leads to <laughs> impoverishment. <laughs> you, you won't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't have anything can't even feed yourself and there is a scripture Mm -hmm. in 2nd Thessalonians 3 10 says for even when we were with you we commanded you that if any would not work neither should he eat so I mean who do you think Mm -hmm. will feed you if you are a grown able-bodied person who refuses to work how then will you eat you won't even be able to take or help anyone. All right. And verse 16. He that keepeth the commandment keepeth his own soul. But he that despises his ways shall die. By keeping God's word and following his instructions, um, this is securing uh, our source of peace and it secures our future life in eternity. Um so mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes yes. eleven nine Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes. But no No thou that for all these things, God will bring thee into judgment. So there is a price to pay for, um, you know, going on with your own plans and living with rejecting uh, wisdom and instruction and correction and reproof. You despise the the, the holy way. You. Re- Despise uh, correction. And you despise anyone telling you you should do this or something better for yourself. It's the way to death. You will die, and and you may die early in life. But even if you live a long life, eternity is not yours.
0: Okay, cabs, you're fading away. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you hear me? Mm-hmm. I was reading the scripture. Oh, yeah, we heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're fading down, getting lower. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah. Verse
1: 17. the lend it unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will Him again. So compassion and charity for the poor. Consider them as yourself and give liberally if you have it. Isaiah 58, 10 says, And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the new day. God takes these acts of charity as kindly as done to himself. Matthew 25:35 through 40. It says, "For I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. It, I was naked, you clothed me. So the giver will be recompensed by God, and he will pay him again in temporal, spiritual" and eternal blessing. Verse 18, chasten thy son while there is hope and let not thy soul spare for his crime. It won't kill him to extend the rod. As soon as you recognize there's a corrupt or uh, uh, not such a good uh, trait, rearing its ugly head in your children you should address it um before it takes root before it hardens and becomes a habit chasing the cho- child correct it my dad used to tell me you don't you don't um, love that child if you don't correct it, you know so it's important to you know not be afraid that you're going to lose their love or what have you. In fact, I think a I child loves you all the more when you correct them.
2: Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: Certainly, we don't want to grow older and watch our children destroy themselves because we refuse to call their attention to um, a fallacy or a bad character trait that they're developing. Yeah, that's good.
1: that loveth him, chasteneth him, be-time, many times, verse 19, a man of great wrath shall suffer punishment, for if thou deliver him, yet thou must do it again, that's sort of like what you were speaking of about loaning or being a surety or a friend, um, those who are hot-headed and quick-tempered often make situations snowballing. They make it worse. And when we get involved and we deliver, try to deliver them from the trouble, we have to keep doing it. It's like, okay, and this trouble mm-hmm. troubles those of, around that person. It troubles yourself who's trying to help, it troubles the family and friends. It can be prevented if that person would grab hold of wisdom and act in a more. Um, Self contained, self controlled manner. You take hold of their tempers and, you know, just try to, you know, consider before reacting. Is there anything you like?
0: Mm-hmm. To Mm-mm, that's good. That's a new concept, and I, I, I just really, yeah, that's good.
1: Verse 20 Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end being willing to be taught, corrected, and ruled over, you know, but we all have to answer to someone, early in our beginning, so that our future is secure in Christ. You know, he's offering us eternal life, and we should come to him early, and not wait till we're we're all old and and can't barely do anything. We should uh, be offering up our lives to God, And in so doing, it lessens our strife, and we are able to heed instruction and wise counsel, and it secures our future if our hearts are transformed by God's word. Verse 21 There are many devices in a man's heart, nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that that shall stand. So, God is sovereign, and he knows the hearts of men, and every thought, he can rule over that. When men make plans, um, and, and they sometimes are not what God thinks they should be, he is sovereign, and he will make <coughs> all things um, adhere to his purpose and his sovereignty. His counsel will stand. So we should always submit mm-hmm. our plans to him and pray to him for direction and trust him for direction. Verse mm. two: The desire of a man is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. A poor man who, who wishes you well but cannot give because he doesn't really have a lot to give. He's better than a liar. because. Some people who have things will make promises and say they'll do this for you and you know, end up when time comes, they don't deliver. So it's better they've spoken these things. Now you look at them in a whole different light. They say they'll do this mm-hmm. but they don't follow through, they don't keep their word. They are liars.
2: Mm-hmm
1: it's better to be a poor man who in your heart as a poor man you wish people well and if you have anything to give you will you give what you can but he's better than that man who has everything and says he will do it but doesn't verse 23 the fear of the Lord tendeth to life and he that hath it shall abide satisfied he shall not be visited with evil Safety and satisfaction in Christ. No worry, no troubles that are, you know, constant. You, you, you go through things, trouble comes, but there's a peace, there's an um, acknowledging that God will see you through it. He's always there. And that is the true happiness. When we are in God, you and choosing his will, it brings life in this world. And in the world to come. Hmm. Psalm sixteen, verses six through seven says, The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reign also instruct me in the night deep. So, you know, we are held um, in God's word and his promise that he will be with us, he will not forsake us, he has never seen his the righteous um, begging bread, we will always be taken care of, no matter what it looks like, we have to look to, to God and remember his word. All right, verse 24, a slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom. And will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. This man is so low, lazy, he won't even <laughs> lift his hands to feed himself. And and that he's re- resolved against labor. So he's um, that's his folly, foolishness. That is his punishment,
0: so oh, to speak. Amen.
1: He that wasteth his father and ca- chaseth away his mother is a son that causes shame and bringeth reproach. Um, this child is injurious to himself and to his parents. He's breaking their hearts, and he's like alienating his mother. That is that is never good because God's command tells us to honor our father and our mother. And these children are, are just are rejecting counsel and their heritage. They're rejecting it. So the end yeah. thereof, show, I'm sure, is not a good one. Um, the 20, verse 27, seek, my son, to hear the instruction that causes to err from the words of knowledge discerning truth from lies. Uh, Here he stops listening to fools, you know, being influenced by uh, worldly wisdom rather than listening to God's true knowledge. If we do listen to God's true knowledge and stay on the path of righteousness, it will indeed lead us to life. Proverbs is repeated that. Wisdom and understanding is life. Verse 28. An ungodly witness scorneth judgment, and the mouth of the wicked devours the wickedness. The worst of sinners whose hearts are set to do evil will not hear instruction. They are defiant. They bear false witness. That's an ungodly witness. They drink iniquity like water. And Job 15, 16 says, How much more abominable and filthy is man which drinketh immor- immoral immoral thoughts and uh, sinful deeds. Drink it like water. Verse 29 judgments are prepared for scorners and strife for the back of boats. This man, like just as the man depicted in verse twenty-eight swallows the hook with the bait, he's himself, Scorners ridicule things that are sacred. They are, uh, they don't want to hear wisdom or wise counsel. They don't want to hear instruction. But God has prepared judgment for them in Matthew twenty-five forty-one. It says, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. So herein we should make integrity paramount, um, make seeking God's wisdom and instruction, studying his word paramount in our. Dear God, mm. all wisdom we come to you seeking your direction in our lives. We ask you to discern hearts, so that we can um, effectively uh, represent the people we are around in our families, in our friends, in our jobs, in our daily walk. We we need your wisdom to distinguish between right and wrong truth and error and as we pray we ask that your holy spirit absorb into our hearts and that we are able to take in your your words, and we strive to walk uprightly and do justly and let there be a natural outflow of your wisdom and spirit that abides within us as we choose to walk in your way be our vision and our every breath. May we
0: yield our way to your Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Wonderful prayer, wonderful expose. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Gabs, for uh, bringing it to us. I was trying to give us some new under under uh Gurney music, but uh, for, for some reason it sounds so very loud, even though it was almost on the you know, low but nonetheless, we kind of have been lulled into this new kind of theme uh, section here. It started with, at, at uh, chapter 17, we began to kind of switch. The points being made in the proverbs, and now again we're kind of in a stage of repetition. I, th- you know, I never noticed that before, but I believe it is because God. contrast is very is, is not very pretty right and whether you kind of believe god or you don't the thing that is true is that we have seen it play out in the world and therefore you can just know that righteousness is a better direction moral uh, uprightness is a better w- a way to to live than in the way of those things that are wicked, and this is in a, also an amazing um, realization. We say we don't. Well, some people say they don't believe in God, right? But they believe in the devil <laughs> or in the evil, you know. And I'm saying, oh, you, you know, you can't you can't have one without the other, really. On the other side of that, which is wicked. There is that which is good and God is good. He is very good. So thank you so much, Light Touch. The theme of this are gabs. I'm sorry, I don't mean to do that. That's her handle. The theme of this chapter seems to be integrity. And I just want to state it again. It's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, being morally upright once again, a much better way to walk than uh, the opposite of that. So of uh, that being said, we have conquered, so to speak, for, you know, chapter 19. We have gotten through it with good uh, comments, good explanation of each of the uh, uh, proverbs that are spoken here. And what I want to encourage all of the listeners to do is as we're reading the Proverbs, right, without any comment whatsoever, um, mark those that you really do pay attention to. I think in those moments, the Lord, the Holy Spirit is lifting to your mind a one or two or three or five or ten that you might need to really assess in yourself, right? Or it may be that you take a good look at yourself in relation to someone else and kind of come up with what the wisdom here uh, advises that you do, what sound wisdom will do. And then as the comments are going, which you know we, we begin to repeat, so we may not give comment on every one of the proverbs listed every verse, but if there is a comment and it clarifies your thinking then i believe you have learned and i believe that those proverbs will come back and and teach you in your daily life they will this this is the process of transformation they become the new nature or they become you know a um a moment or a cleansing they become a cleansing and that's what god's word is due the washing of the word makes us righteous. It makes us clean and pure before the Lord. Well, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Mm. Okay. So by God's grace, you know this is um, this is Tuesday, and of course Tuesday, we probably won't get started this evening until nine. And I am very mindful of the fact, you know, I my scheduling was a little, um, I don't know what I was thinking. Tuesdays are just a very difficult day and I'm I'm out for a minute in the evenings with choir, you know, some work at church. So um, we may not really start exactly at 8.30, but by the grace of God, I, I will, you know, I'll be back and, and we will read through Proverbs chapter 18 and briefly, not repeat everything that you've heard this morning, but just look at some of the Proverbs that have a new theme to them. God is good and I hope that wherever you are in the world, you have a really wonderful day. I really appreciate all of you who have come into the studio to share with us. And I do hope that the reading of the Proverbs means something to you, that you are gleaning from it <clears throat> those are good sound wisdom that changes life and changes it for the better. May God bless you. Tony, it's good. I hope you got good sleep. Thank you for being here, all of you. And by the grace of Almighty God, we will either reconvene tonight. If you can return, you know, you're very welcome. If not, perhaps you will come on Wednesday night. We read at six, but we have Pastor Thomas at eight. And listen, give up you know, for a moment, He's, he is the walking Proverbs. We have so uh, be- benefited from Pastor Thomas being a part of our live cast. And his session is titled, In All That Getting, Get Understanding. So even though he is not concentrating fully in the Proverbs, that is a proverb. And he is applying that to everything that God's word instructs us to get understanding, and then to apply and live by that understanding. It makes a big difference. May the Lord our God give you, uh, bless you and keep you, and uh, we will see you again. I hope you have either a restful night or—this <laughs> music is crazy—you uh, have a restful night or you have a really great uh, day. You know, enjoy your afternoon wherever you are in the world. We are definitely here uh, and, and pray that God is blessing you in every way. God bless all of you.